0: Know what I'm saying? I do. Well, I do. Welcome out to the original Gordito podcast episode 114. Ooh. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, a little, uh, it's not coronavirus. Some, <laughs> something else. Um. But uh, welcome out to yes. this episode, man. Got a lot to get to uh, talk, tell you about our sold out show this weekend. Uh, the 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 friends keep on coming to town. Yes. Uh Got some uh Exciting news, depending who you ask. We'll talk about that Easter and a whole lot of uh, other things, as well as a to watch the watcho with Kong versus Godzilla. Ooh. But uh, we'll start you off with a little vinyl vibe, little Waylon Jennings. I don't think Hank would have done it this way.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: Same old tune, fiddle and guitar. Where do we take it from here? Rhinestone suits and new shiny cars. It's been the same way for years. You finally got it made Old Hank made it here We're all sure that you
1: Literally thought that that was just a comment you made. Oh, I
0: didn't know that
1: was the name of the song. Who did you think I was
0: talking about? Hank? I just don't... like Hank Williams? I don't
1: know. Yeah, right Hank Williams, but but I just thought you just said it, like just just said it off the cuff. oh oh you thought it was just me? Yes, I had no
0: commentary think... on the song. <laughs> yes. So what did you think the name of the song was? I thought
1: I missed it.
0: Oh, you thought you didn't hear me? Yeah. Say, say no. <laughs> That's the name of the song. <laughs> Uh, i played it played that track before i think it's definitely one of my favorite william jennings mm-hmm. songs so so yeah yeah little a good little, little, little you know it's little, a little something we haven't played we haven't played too much of the of the country right vinyl
1: it's been a minute
0: lately so, so it was a okay. good
1: choice i liked it yeah
0: yeah how how how, how you doing how's i'm
1: doing well week it was a long tuesday I don't know if you heard. We're star testing. Oh. And uh, we weren't able to star test because the whole state of Texas was star testing today online. So everything shut down.
0: So it wasn't just your school? No,
1: it wasn't just our school.
0: Oh, is this? Well, I haven't been online today. Is it? Did it make the news? Like I have it, no idea. That no, sounds like a big deal. It, it the was whole thing a huge deal because
1: state. we, at least for our school, we had already started testing. We were 30 minutes into testing. So... Kids have already opened up the test, like security, test securities, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so, uh, yeah, so then when it crashed, it was like, so then now what? Like, what do we do? Like, Mm -hmm. can they even still take the STAR test? Yeah, it's crazy. So, does
0: that mean they have to now rewrite that whole test since technically they were Um, open? Because aren't aren't those tests, I don't know how it is now with it being online, don't they have to be sealed?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, it's strict, big security. You have to sign oaths and all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. They have to be sealed. You as a, monitor are not even allowed to be looking at the mm-hmm. test or reading the test yeah like yeah. it's legit serious shit
0: yeah yeah but like i said now that the test is out you, they can't reuse and i'm telling you they, they, they but wouldn't. do
1: they have backup like do they have a second sure version just in case i'm
0: sure they do whoever those those, those I, I i meant one guy that worked he didn't work for whoever i don't know who writes the test the the star i don't know is it written in house or do they?
1: Babe, you're asking me the wrong. Questions. There's one
0: company that writes most right. of the standardized oh, tests. Oh,
1: absolutely, 100. I
0: had I had took a workshop one time from a gentleman who worked there, and I was like, man, I bet that's buku bucks to write those to write those tests.
1: Oh yeah, you know? <clears throat> yeah. They've already said we're gonna go with someone else next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They don't know what we're doing about the star test this year, but they know next year next, they're yeah. going with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> They've already said.
0: <laughs> wow. So, so so it was a
1: crazy day.
0: So crazy day. Yeah. Why not? It was a crazy weekend.
1: For sure. Right.
0: So, uh, made my return to the Mesquite Street stage officially. Right. I had stopped a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. and, and did a set at, you know, for John Stringer show. And, um... And so this is my
1: You're return
0: shy. back headlining at mesquite street uh or really there in any kind of official capacity i haven't done done any official shows there other than that one guest spot so this is my return back there uh i w- I'm tied up you know with the with the day job and everything right, right now so so promotion you know usually back in the day, I'd print off flyers and mm-hmm. I'd go to different businesses and hustle up and then the other side of my promotion normally i would text people here in town and i just really didn't didn't it didn't feel right doing that right now one i don't know where everyone's heads at true as far as going out and and the pandemic still being Mm -hmm. very much a a real thing sure you know uh so everyone had i feel like it's still taking different levels of caution so Mm -hmm. i didn't want to bother anybody and make anyone feel
1: Obligated, obligated,
0: or, a, or feel like awkward having to tell me like, "Hey, man, no, I'm not. Yeah, I, I'm not going out in public right now, like that,
2: mm-hmm.
0: to a show." So really didn't know what to expect. uh I wasn't worried a whole lot about ticket sales. It was like first show back. Yeah, not gonna get my feelings hurt. There's gonna be an audience regardless. I know people are gonna show up. People, people look for something to do, you know. But but um, put a little bit of. Uh, put a little promo video together, put a little mm. bit of of money behind it on the ads on Facebook. nothing, nothing crazy. Um, usually, you know in in the spirit of transparency, when I put these shows together, you know usually the sh- the club the club wants to make sure that they make their money, and the right. club makes their money on alcohol sales. like we For we, we sure. split we split part of the door, but the, you know, any comedy club will tell you the money doesn't come from ticket sales. Most of that goes to, to, to the acts mm-hmm. or, or a good chunk of it, you know, d- does. And um, their money comes from food and alcohol sales. So if a show is not selling out, very oftentimes the club reserves a certain amount of the room to give away right. to make sure that there's a, a full easy. room, right? Empty seats mean lost money. Right. So they want to fill it, even if it means not selling a ticket. So it's happened before where, you know, oh, we still have thirty tickets left. Let me send out a, uh, you know, buy one get one or yeah. a free free ticket just at the service cost. Pay, right. Per, pay the service fee or whatever, you know. And um this time around, that that conversation never happened.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Uh,
0: you and you asked you asked her. You're like, did the club?
1: I noticed say that anything? I hadn't gotten a text because normally. What I what I've come to realize is like usually the Wednesday before a show, mm-hmm. they might send out a text saying like either reminding you about the show, mm-hmm. or saying a free ticket or you mm-hmm. know whatever a discount whatever. And Wednesday came and I never got a text message, so right. I was like hmm, and so I asked you about it.
0: Right. So so that made a difference for me, right? So then, uh, f- late Friday night, right? Show Saturday, mm-hmm. late Friday night. I said. I'm going to take a look, take a look at the website, see how many tickets I was like. Yeah,
1: because.
0: And I, I did something silly. I was like, I went on there. I was like, let me see how close I am. I think I put like 15 or 10.
1: Like, as like if you were going to buy that mini. Yeah. If yeah, I was yeah.
0: going to buy that mini to see what it told me.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: To see. Uh, and I was like, and I'll, I'll Go increase it up because at some point it'll tell you there's not enough tickets left. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that was my little, little trick. And then uh, I guess the website's updated it now tells you how many are remaining.
1: Oh, wow. Uh,
0: I don't know if it's just once it gets to a certain amount, but when I went and checked it, it actually told me, couldn't buy the 10 tickets. There's only six left. Wow. And so then Saturday morning, I follow up with the club. I said, hey, saw there's only six left. Is that all the tickets? Or sometimes also they'll save some to sell at the door because they plan on people walking, walking up mm-hmm. to buy tickets. He says, no, they're all on – everything's online. There's only six left. Wow. By Saturday afternoon, there's only two left. And Mm -hmm. and then shortly after that, it was an official online sellout, not at the door, no paper giveaways. Real ones know there's a difference, right? Sometimes when we see people say, oh, it's a sellout, it's a sellout. And the guy in the comic is not necessarily a draw, like myself, which I'm – I'm not when I, I when I you pack out when I pack out or sell out a room it's cuz I I worked at it right yeah. You 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 do the advertisements and
1: Yeah.
0: and whatever so to do it this way with with no uh with no giveaways with no walk up sales mm-hmm. just, just 100% online. online uh for being in being the first show back in the middle of the pandemic was uh it, it was it felt good yes it, it, it i'm not gonna like so thank you to everybody that bought tickets mm-hmm. uh my apologies to everybody it had a handful of people that were reaching out like hey man is there any tickets left and, and to have to tell them no and i know there was a one guy that had a cousin from out of town he wanted to bring her out to the show and he goes i just got busy with work and and, and i kept meaning to buy the tickets and i didn't you know, and uh the good thing about that is hopefully this isn't the you know next time you know people a lot of people were asking why is it are you adding a show right. no, because it's the first one back we didn't know holiday right. weekend well,
2: was happen.
0: uh we scheduled it at nine, we figured one was gonna be it mm-hmm. you know we we thought we were gonna have to bust ass to just to fill that one, so hopefully next time the show sells out quicker mm-hmm. and then we can Maybe
1: talk about a second
0: adding a show, yeah, you know uh so. So thank y'all for for everyone yes. everyone that came out. The show itself. So I was gonna say,
1: Lon, let's talk about that badass show.
0: Was it felt good, God. start to finish. Um, I took some chances, like I said, it was it was a new show back, and I was like, eh. you know, I uh, went with a new host mm-hmm. uh, that I've never used before, new up and comer uh, comic here in, in Corpus, Ana Ramirez, mm-hmm. and she did a fantastic job
1: so good
0: great energy which I, which is important for me as a host of a show mm-hmm. yes you need to be funny but you but you know if you're gonna go up there and do your depression jokes yeah it doesn't really start off the show in a in a great yeah like fun got i crowd like my going. shows i like my shows to have fun
1: yeah
0: right you know do the jokes you want to do i'm not telling you not to do the jokes you want to do i'm talking about as far as organizing a show yeah it do, it doesn't it it does doesn't create a good energy for the for the type of show that I'm looking looking to do. So, I was very happy with the energy yeah. that she brought. Uh g- gave a guest spot to another local, Joseph Contreras. Fantastic. So He's been around for a couple of years. He's grown just so much. Yes. I'm I'm big on I'm big on progress, so I was very happy to see uh, <coughs> his ability to to handle handle the audience. The crowd, and crowd, yeah. He did and, such and a the, good job. The cohesiveness of, of his set. Mm-hmm. Uh so and then um the feature who I've worked with before, Aaron Suarez, uh brought down a uh another uh comic from Austin named mm-hmm. Gabby Montemayor. Mm-hmm. And I had only worked with her I think maybe one or two other times and uh so it was good to get to see her on stage yeah. she is just a uh full of energy ball of energy yes right she, she she's just nonstop and, and on stage and you tried to get pictures of all the comics and i don't yes. think you said you couldn't get I any could not get one single good just...
1: photo of her because she was just everywhere on that <laughs> stage <laughs>
0: So it was a good contrast. Yeah. Right? We we had the two female comics, and they were both different as night and day, but mm-hmm. they brought a great energy, and, and Joseph's kind of, he's this kind of like heavy metal, mm-hmm. uh, you know, car mechanic, just, you, you know, grizzled kind of guy, you know, and, and Aaron, it was, I think it, there was something for everybody yeah, on that show. it was show. a nice balance. It made my job super easy as a headliner to go up there and just let it rip. Mm-hmm. Because they had already liked everybody else,
1: right. right? Yeah, it was a really good crowd too, so that helps, right? Yeah, you,
0: you know, which is, you know, I've always been a proponent of strong shows,
2: mm-hmm.
0: strong shows, start to finish. Yes, yes there cool. has to be an escal—yes, yes, there has to be an escalation, right? You know, the, the progression, the, the prog- There has to be a progression, but it should, oh, it should start off good yeah. and go to great.
1: Start off solid and then not just start go-
0: off weak and get yeah. strong. Yeah, you, you, you know. So so, uh, I was very happy with that. Very happy with the turnout. Everyone that came out, we actually had uh some some new fans that yes. drove from Victoria.
1: This was such a good which, story.
0: Which is that stuff I've told you all before. That that stuff amazes me when yes. people drive from San Antonio or from <clears throat> Houston to come catch a show. It, it, that shit just blows my mind mm-hmm. and uh these people had never even seen me live apparently right. they found me on youtube yes. and they, they didn't i didn't get their names i don't know no if you did. i did not uh, i'm so uh, sorry it was just uh it was so such much, a hectic <laughs> so hectic but they, they did share with me that they had found me on the wife had found me on youtube mm-hmm. and um Started Good. watching all my Instant videos. Fame. Had been watching my videos for a, a week or uh-huh. a couple of weeks. She said uh-huh. they had to and when they saw I had a show. They had to come see me.
1: Yes, so they drove and down. so they
0: drove down from Victoria, which a little bit of a drive, uh-huh. you know, out of the way to 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 come see the show. They bought merch. By the way, Corpus doesn't uh-huh. normally sell out my merch. No, but they did, and, and they they did this time. Yeah, so, they did. So thank you, thank you, thank you, uh, ten times over. What a yes. well. What a welcome back! What a way to celebrate ten years—the
1: anniversary uh, my show. my anniversary show. Yes,
0: you know, and
1: uh, but that couple was so cute, babe, and they had such a good time at the show. I'm so mm-hmm. glad.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I'm glad. I'm I'm glad too. Uh, you know, you know that 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 was their first time coming to see me live, and that, that it got to that it was a really good show for them yes. to, to come to. Aww. It took a while for me. It was one of those ones that I couldn't. Tell while I was there, I didn't process it till the next day mm-hmm. of how good of a show, how good personally of a set that I had, mm-hmm. and, and and how good the show was all As the way. A
1: whole, yeah, it
2: was so good. So yeah.
0: It was
1: exciting, and it was like adrenaline. Like it reminded me of the old times when I would go to you, go with you to the shows, and mm-hmm. help you do merch, and when I used to help take tickets at the door and mm-hmm. all that stuff. But I did not have to do any of that. We don't have time. to do
0: that. We don't. We, we no. we're moving on up. We don't have to take. Our, we don't have to work <laughs> our own do, door anymore. Yeah, I
1: didn't have to work the door. But. I
0: had stopped that before the pen, because it, it it does take away something from the yeah. experience. There was a time where I would take the, the tickets to my own show, yeah, and it takes something away from the from the you're experience. Like,
1: oh, I came to see you, and you're getting my ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was cool. It, it felt like old times. It was nice.
0: It's good, you know, and and I ate
1: a fuck ton of pizza. Oh my
0: god! Right, because we love Mesquite Street yeah. Pizza. So that that's so one of the good. one of the perks of, of of eating there. It was Mesquite's seven year anniversary. I didn't realize yes. that. I I had to have known noticed that before that their anniversary falls around the same time
1: as yours, yeah.
0: <coughs> as mine. But but yeah, they they were celebrating their seven year anniversary this weekend. So that
1: was cool. It was a good little anniversary.
0: Weekend. I didn't realize that they had been around that long. I lost I track. So I'd only been doing it about three years when when they came along, and the realization that that that's been. The most stable club mm-hmm. that I've had. You mm-hmm. know, the first two, three years, we were bouncing around from year to year. You know, we were at Gators, and then we were at Railroad, and then we were back at Gators for a second. Mm-hmm. And then we were – then we finally, we settled at, at uh, Mesquite. And by we, I mean the the club, where they were right. the, the main club in town. Right. And, and uh, you know, it really kind of gave – you know, thankful to, to Brandon and, and Ashley and the Martha and the, the whole Gonzalez family yes. over there to continue that going consistently to keep bringing shows consistently. Because what it did is it allowed me to to really build a fan base where people know where to find you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and know that that's where that's where they can see your shows. at. doesn't matter where, but it's important to have that. Yeah, and I think over the last seven years, you you know that, you know that that's been a big factor. Separate aside from the fact that I got to host there as their and and run their shows for a couple of years, which right. would you know really allowed me to get in front of a lot of folks and build the the relationships that sure. I, I needed. So, so yeah, so so this was uh, like I said, carrying over back from what we was talking about the previous week. You know, it it's it feels like this melding of an old chapter and and new chapter. There's characters from 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 parts of in my comedy career and life that that haven't been around for a few years that are coming back. Got got to, you know, like I said, re reconnect with Raymond and Mario Mario after a couple of years and Bunchy's back in town tonight. I'm Again. actually gonna go <laughs> since i didn't get to see him last time he's in town this time it's a tuesday night but i don't give a fuck <laughs> like because because i i feel like the universe is bringing these people back, sure. back in and around for a reason got to see john stringer got to see aaron mm-hmm. you know I, um planning right now tentatively to go back go up to austin and do a show up there oh, cool. with with uh with aaron and josh castro and uh looking forward to that so be on the lookout for uh for that as well cool um all right i'm gonna let Uh-oh. you i'm gonna let you say what 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 you want what you want to say, what
1: about, I wanna about... say? oh <clears throat> i don't know if you've heard mm-hmm. but mr javi luna has been officially nominated uh, twenty twenty one. I don't know. It's,
0: That's what year? Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know if they do like twenty twenty. Oh, for the back yeah. year for what you did the past year. Yeah.
0: I don't think it's that serious. <laughs> I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let her do her thing, <laughs> and then I'll say my piece.
1: For the twenty twenty, don't rain on my parade. Twenty twenty one locals list comedian. Woo! Okay, so he gets nominated, right? And he always like bashes it not bashes it that's not the right word um makes fun of it or mm-hmm. but i i think that it's a good opportunity for people who aren't familiar with your comedy to learn more about to learn about it or to hear about it or whatever so i'm mm-hmm. all about it and i'm going to share the shit out of that and everyone needs to go vote and then tell everyone else go vote so that you can wait.
0: okay where are they where are they Go vote.
1: Fuck, babe, I didn't know I had to come prepared like that. <laughs> Give me a minute.
0: So while she's doing that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you don't think I'm just a grumpy Gus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I, I ha- I've I talked about it before on here. I don't – uh comedy and trophies don't go together. And this is coming from somebody that, that won their – fair share to start with so i'm not saying that from sure. a negative place like comedy contests, like oh you say that because you never won one no i won plenty of them yeah i'll tell you you i think they they're uh counterproductive as as a purist right okay um another reason that i became disenchanted with comedy contests is because um I saw a lot of good comics get very discouraged at the fact that they could never win one or never mm. pr- do particularly well in one mm-hmm. to the point where they would be, almost after like different contests. Th- granted, this isn't a contest. Yeah, it's a, it's an award, locals. but, yeah. but still it, it's contest ish.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, did uh, they would stop doing it for, A few months, six months, a year, you you know, and uh, and to me that that's 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 not good, because the thing is, even a comedy contest where you're getting on stage and comparing different people's sets, it's very um, it's subjective. Sure you know to the point of what I find funny is not what you find funny and vice versa, and anybody on any given night could really get up there and have a good set mm-hmm. so to put too much stock in a con in a live contest is a mistake even so much so this this, which is not even a live contest, mm-hmm. people can essentially vote for somebody and have never Oh heard them
1: one hundred percent do
0: comedy whatsoever. And as we've seen wit witness with some of the nominations, they're not even people that do comedy. That do stand up or comedic acting. They're just active on Twitter. Yeah. They're social media comedians and not even of the sketch or video variety. Yeah. You know, so so essentially people it it's so much less so on merit. But I've seen local comics take a great interest in it mm. and and get down on themselves when they don't mm. get nominated or don't get uh, or don't win yeah. let alone or someone else wins over them and they perhaps you Thought know are more and they might actually be more skilled mm-hmm. than them
1: mm-hmm.
0: but for them to take it as an indicator of how well they're doing as That's a true. comic is a mistake so myself as the as one of the elder statesmen i guess in in the comedy scene i felt like if i was to put any stock in it that would send the wrong message to younger comics so i downplay it i get it yes it would be good from a marketing standpoint whatever it's a it's another sticker to put on a flyer yeah or whatever i get that and and you know so i i choose to downplay it publicly i'm thankful for anybody that nominated me uh you know if if i win i'll you know i'll behave
2: <laughs> i think they
0: do i think they do like a a photo shoot and, oh, really? and a little article or something if you win
1: That's or cool. whatever so
0: so you know i'll i'll play along but uh but i'm not do you
1: know i didn't even nominate you this year because I usually nominate you. Yeah. I didn't even nominate you this year because you're always so blah about it. So I was like, I'll yeah. just vote for him when he gets nominated.
0: Right. <laughs> so so if 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 you, if you want, you you can do that, but you you're not going to catch me uh campaigning for it. And 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 that's the reason why.
1: And that uh, I uh, and I get that and I'm glad that you stated that because that makes sense. Yeah.
0: So I took I take the uh, the vote the remember remember when American Idol when they started the vote for the mm-hmm. worst campaign.
1: Vote for the worst. Vote for the
0: yeah. I remember they like the Sanjaya. Oh.
1: And they were like yeah. a, as a way to
0: kind of self sabotage. Yeah. The thing that that's why like I I was like nominating like random. Like mm-hmm. my drunk Theo was, so was like to just inundate the nomination. List. <laughs> so much so. And, and and the the other thing is that that, you know, corpus the corpus comedy scenes just so infantile mm-hmm. to to really you know to differentiate between, you know. Someone who's just starting out, and and the pros that we have, like Happy the Clown, wasn't nominated. I had to, I had to nominate him.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, but I just think because people don't remember him,
0: right? And that's what I'm saying. The audience for the magazine also is not; they're not the people that go to live comedy shows.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So what are they gauging at? Just someone they went to high school with, or someone they they follow on social media? But really, they have no. No matter, like even y'all, some of y'all maybe not have even seen me live. You're, mm-hmm. you're gauging whether or not you go and and vote for me based off of the podcast.
1: But I mean, you've made me laugh on this podcast, so I mean, it would not be this still, episode. It would no, still I'm be joking. a good vote.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, no, it it would be well spent. But uh, but yeah, you know, so I had to I had to go nominate Happy the comedian, and I'm glad that that, that, that to find that he made the list mm-hmm. as well. You know, because I will say that you know Steve Urriano's won it. I was, you know, Tina La one is she's an actor producer and uh, she's back on the list this year. Steve's back on the list this year. Uh, there's one guy that's, you know, I'm sure he's very funny, but he's he's, he's never done stand up before. He's a rapper slash Twitter guy. And, mm-hmm. you know, so he, he said he did say I did go check out his Twitter because I thought. I was surprised to see him on the on the final candidates list, uh-huh. because I thought it was a joke when I saw it, because it was just a Twitter handle, oh, uh-huh. or not even, it didn't even have the ad, it just had his, a name, it wasn't a person's name, mm-hmm. and, was, and it definitely wasn't a name I was familiar with, so I thought it was a joke, I thought someone else had done what I had did, yeah. and done, gone and put <laughs> a bunch of fake names on there,
1: yeah
0: and um, no, apparently this person's very much real.
1: Mm-hmm. So I had
0: to go then go check out I had to go check out the competition.
1: Yeah.
0: And apparently he's a local rapper.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Who's also posts a lot of like memes and stuff on Twitter.
1: Okay. Has
0: a decent Twitter following.
1: Like does he create the memes or just mm,
0: not them? from what I see. Okay. No, it's just uh, you like know, resharing. Resharing uh tweeting memes but in text form. You know, and he says some off-the-wall stuff here or there, Mm -hmm. whatever, Uh, you know, and, uh, but he did promise his followers that if he wins, they will get a stand-up special. So I'm kind of, I'm,
2: (laughs) I kind of want to see the stand-up special. I'm kind
0: (laughs) of curious.
1: But how is he going to, like, he's going to, like, self-produce?
0: I I don't think he's thought that far. (laughs) One of the one of the things I've always found is found interesting is how easy some people think comedy and getting into comedy getting a special and get, well just just getting to a pro level mm-hmm. in comedy. How um rare that is, how many which is one reason why I'm grateful of it. Even though to some pros, like I'm I'm still you know I'm minor league in it. You know what I'm saying? But even then, I know there's so few guys that get get to pay any bills. Yeah. Doing comedy. So the fact that you get to do it like that, that's that's an it's an accomplishment in and of itself. But I think some people from the outside in, it looks a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know, which is why like someone like Happy, you know, you need someone to look to and say, Well, if they can do it. I can do it. Right? And for me, as someone that was not going to move to L.A., was not going to move to Dallas or Austin or anywhere big to do comedy, I had to ha- to look to someone like Happy mm-hmm. to say, well, it can be done. Yeah. You can have a comedy career. You can have the nice house and not be famous outside of this region. Right. It can be done. Mm-hmm. And case in point, ha- happy, happy, the, the happy the Clown. Yeah. You know. Steve's a great inspiration too, but Steve had to had to go outside of Corpus mm-hmm. to get it. So so definitely Steve's had his impact on on me. Not yeah. to take that not to take that away from him, but yeah. but when I talk about, you know, trying to make a grow a following from living from here. Her. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Corpus is really good about supporting people that leave.
1: <laughs> they like that. They like to say, Well, he's from here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no,
1: he's still here. Yeah, he's
0: still here. Corpus got an issue if you're still here sometimes. <laughs> Corpus is like, Yo, oh, you still live here? So you're not that good. Because if you were that good, then you wouldn't still be here. But that's changing, right? Mm-hmm. With people like Dusty and Clarissa, the talent can not only be from here, but also okay. live here. So, so kudos to the Ben Magazine for doing the locals list. I get it. Unfortunately... My my feeling is t- things like this tend to be more of a popularity contest instead of an this actual instead of an actual merit
1: merit. Yes, you're right of, about that. Of who is I mean, look at me. I'm like posting and posting just to get people to go vote. So yes, it's popular. Right, yeah, you're right,
0: yeah, right. And I'm not interested in being popular <laughs> for the sake of being popular. I'm interested, I'm interested in being the funniest motherfucker I can be. <laughs> you know,
1: done. You're already there. boom. Done.
0: Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm on the gorditos list. I, you won. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are listening. I already won.
1: Woo! I like it. That's a good way to think about it. Either but way. still, go vote.
0: Whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so, um, what else? Easter. Easter. How was your Easter, Mrs. Luna?
1: Well, you were there with me. I was. Yes. Oh,
0: that's right.
1: We uh, went to my mom's house. Mm-hmm. And we. The boys weren't with us, so it was different. It was sad, not sad, but just you know, different. Um, missed having the not having the boys there, but we still had our usual ham.
0: <laughs> this is my fourth year in a row, guys, eating ham. I'm not knocking the ham. Because the ham was dope. the ham is delicious. I ate it for lunch again today. Digging yeah, it.
1: The ham was dope.
0: But I grew up with the traditional Hispanic <laughs> Easter. You're barbecuing everything: chicken, uh-huh. ribs, fajitas, sausage, brisket, brisket. Uh, you know, oh, there's just all sorts, sorts of. If there's barbecue. not, if there's not seven different kinds of meat cooking <laughs> at the same time, it ain't, a, it ain't a Hispanic barbecue. <laughs> the old school family barbecues when they used to have to, they used to have to make announcements. <laughs> when yes. the meat was gonna be ready to yes. let everybody know when the food, hey, we got we got more drumsticks gonna be ready in ten minutes. So, so if you didn't eat last round, get your plate ready.
1: <laughs> that shit. But do people go back to back if they got the first round? Would they go right. in round two before
0: Shh, other people? Go? I was king of back to back.
1: Babe, you went before someone got their first plate.
0: Hey, look, if you got here late, <laughs> listen. Here's the thing. Don't show up late. To the fucking family barbecue and be mad when there's only fucking chicken drumsticks left.
2: <laughs> that's your damn
0: fault. You should have got here on time.
2: <laughs>
0: Don't nobody want those fucking drumsticks no, like that. They, uh-uh. Like that. That's like they make those for the kids. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: You know they're not gonna finish them. <laughs> they got the big old box from the egg company.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: All they do is just throw some season on you don't even <laughs> do no season on there. Just throw some season on there.
1: Say some salt and leave it at that.
0: Put them put them hoes on there. That's funny. I... You know, uh so so that's what I grew up with. So this is a huge different change from, And even myself as an adult, right, when you know, I would always barbecue something
2: mm-hmm.
0: on Easter. So it was definitely a culture shock to go with with your family. Mm-hmm. 'cause they you know very uh very anglo saxon <laughs> traditions. very a lot of low key holidays,
1: yeah, they were very cool. we're a small low-key. family
0: yes. Lindsey's our kids are like the only the small only ones, ones yes. and then Josh isn't even small anymore, right. so we only got really Louie and Josh and Louie's pretty low key so really, yeah. Lindsay's the life of the party. <laughs> She really. Everyone is. else, you know, your brother's watching golf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's very low Everyone's key. Everyone's on their
1: phones. Everyone's on
0: their phones. We the basically we eat, hang out a little bit, mm-hmm. and, and chit chat. Chit chit chat, and that's about it. Yeah. You, you know uh so so it was good to see that Lindsay was old enough this year.
1: To we Easter- weren't gonna do
0: an Easter egg hunt.
1: Yeah, we weren't. We didn't
0: even get the boys because I was like, we're gonna go get them to just so they could. Get some some eggs with some chocolates. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, was... We
0: took them to their Easter baskets. Yes, and, we did. And
1: we got to see them got to for see a them for a minute. Yeah,
0: but uh for two years old, Lindsay was man. She was all about it. She was spotting them eggs from across oh, the yard. Oh my god! I see it, Mama! I see it! There it she, is! And she Running. needed <laughs> she needed no explanation
1: uh-uh.
0: on what to do. <laughs> like as soon as we put her basket in her hand, she goes, "Yeah, okay." Like eggs. Like, yeah, like, I see eggs- one. Like she just. Start, <laughs> She's like, yeah, okay. I, no, well, we know. I, I we showed it.
1: her the first one, but after the first one, she, first, was-
0: she, 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 she like, I got the idea.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she took off. She, like,
0: you want me to put the eggs? You want me to find the eggs and put them in the basket? Okay, I can do that. Like, <laughs> and well, she's like, why are y'all following me? Like, I don't need you to follow me. Like, I I got this. Which is another funny thing to watch on social media, right? Because you can tell families are getting smaller. Yes. Now, because because I I saw at least two or three other small kids around Lindsay's age with their Easter egg hunt
1: uh-huh.
0: where there's like four or five adults <laughs> following one, one kid, kid. <laughs> <laughs> around the yard as <laughs> helping them find their eggs. <laughs> That's how you know there's only one kid in your, in your, in your family, right? Uh-huh. When there's only one. Back before it was like, what, well, go find the eggs. Like, I don't know where they are. Like,
1: that's so true yeah we were all (laughs) helping Lindsay find her eggs she was just like please i got this
0: (laughs) yeah i left her alone i sat there and watched her from from the patio but you you were following her your Mm -hmm. mom was following her but i was
1: following her so that i could film her
0: right kayla kayla and cindy were following her a little (laughs) bit here and there
1: it was cute
0: but it was very cute um She really wasn't filling the cascarones?
1: No, she had said it was dirty. This is messy. Yeah, she didn't like that.
0: It's messy. Like, she she would crack them, Mm -hmm. but she wanted to... She wanted to pick it up and throw it and throw it away. <laughs> it bothered her very much because you know we don't allow her to make mess. Right. We try to teach her not to make a like mess. If she cl-
1: make a mess, she, she cleans yeah, it up. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. So she's like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand well, what you're wanting me to do right now. When we
1: wanted to crack it on head, she was like, No, like she yeah. didn't. No, Mama, no messy. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's so cute.
0: Yeah. So so not not a Cascarone fan, no. which is fine yeah. because. Listen, I get it. Tradition. I'm I'm fine with some traditions. Just I'm Going like to the
1: wayside.
0: yeah. I'm like it is. It's so messy. It like, is. Like as messy. a kid, you don't think about it. Yeah. Right. Because you didn't have to clean it up. Right. True. No one ever made you clean up the gus- the confetti as a kid.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm like, I mean, someone's gotta clean this. You <laughs> know, you're not just gonna leave it all over uh-huh. the pa- all over the patio, the all egg over the yard. Shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that it. Sucked.
0: And then so then you're just kind of like like what is this tradition about? <laughs> Again, like why do we do this? <laughs>
1: That is true. Where did it come about? I wonder.
0: I don't know.
1: I wonder. That's funny.
0: It's colorful and it is fun. fun. Yeah. It's It's fun fun. chasing each other around. It's always fun until someone gets hurt. Until (laughs) someone gets hit with an egg too hard or falls. That's
1: why we don't hit each other hard. I've seen way way too many
0: cascadona injuries in my lifetime. (laughs) So I'm like perfectly fine with like that. Well,
1: that's why I didn't purchase any this year. Mm Mm-hmm someone gave them to Lindsay. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, they were gifted to her yeah, so. so we
1: had to use them.
0: So we did it. But um but uh yeah. So we had a good Easter. Hope you had a good Easter. Low yes. low key uh low key Easter with plenty of ham. One more <laughs> one more Easter with no barbecue and I officially have to change my name to Xavier Moon. <laughs> <laughs> no. So I'm have to barbecue next year. I <laughs> <laughs> have to change this to the original fatty podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, but ham's so good, babe.
0: It is. You can smoke a ham too.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. See that. Boom! Thinking. Okay. Knowledge. It's all you, babe. Next
0: year. Knowledge is power uh the a couple announcements okay. uh of course uh I will be back at Mesquite Street next month in May I know I was just there but I will be featuring this time for Chingo Bling. Mm-hmm. He'll be there uh Friday and Saturday. It's going to be March 20, May 21st and 22nd. Nice. So those tickets are on sale now. Four shows. Four shows, two Friday, two Saturday. Nice. So if you did miss those and you still really want to see me that's the next time you can see me. In Corpus, other than private parties. Got a bunch of those coming up. Those are still hidden. Mm-hmm. Hard and heavy. Yeah, you got, even got coming an- up. Another
1: one for this And weekend.
0: Um, one of our brother the podcast did come out to yes. the show. Uh and it, he was actually celebrating his birthday.
1: Oh, and I didn't realize my, it was his my birthday. And my apologies.
0: I intended I didn't but I also didn't want to embarrass you. I didn't know if you wanted me to but I'll embarrass you on the podcast. You mm-hmm. can just blush in the cur- in the privacy of your own car. <laughs> Happy birthday to Mister Albert Goddesses!
1: Happy birthday! Happy,
0: uh, he, uh, I believe, his birthday is actually going to be uh, on Thursday, so this will come out before his. Uh, his birthday there, are we gonna sing so.
1: happy birthday no
0: I'm not gonna do that to him
1: <laughs> thank god because no, I have a horrible voice <laughs> but
0: but but a, but a happy birthday shout out to him
1: yes he's the best he so has so such much a support
0: came out got got his brotherino shirt of course yeah right which you can do we'll hook you up with the merch if you give us a little give us a little show us a little love hit that sponsorship button yeah yeah you know but uh he came out and and even got a uh an additional additional shirt, shirt. yeah so uh
1: so such a good guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, de- definitely. Uh, The the feedback from the merch continues to be. Uh, They're loving it, babe. Yeah.
1: They're loving it. So.
0: So we're going to we're going to run some more. We're going to keep keep pushing. Y'all going to like what I got for y'all next, though. Look at yeah, that teaser. Yeah, you know, I got tease you on that. You know, but uh, let's do a to watch the watch. What did we watch okay. this weekend? We did because it was a late show Saturday. So we actually had time.
1: Oh, that's to, uh, right.
0: To to do some stuff, right? So so we, even though it was a show weekend, normally those are rushed. Oh, but it was, so rushed. It was a late show, so we weren't rushed to get to bed Friday night. So we watched uh, Kong. Is it Kong versus Godzilla? or Godzilla versus Kong. I wrote I Godzilla versus Kong. See, and I wrote Kong versus Godzilla.
1: Well, I think I'm right. Okay. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Okay, Godzilla versus Kong. Yes. Which apparently people were all hyped about,
1: like super hyped, babe.
0: I did, had no idea this many people were King Kong, and cause that feels like a very those are very like old movies. Yeah, very old genres. Yeah, like, like when I think Godzilla and King Kong movies, I think like black and white movies. I know they did the reboots in the '90s, but they yeah. were super shitty and weren't anywhere. They didn't even follow the old. So everyone that I knew growing up was like not to not in a condescending way, but they were nerdy. They were into sci they were super into the sci-fi genre and and that was their thing. Mm-hmm. Either that or they were old enough that that they were kids when the original.
1: Okay, yes. That's came out. true. Yeah. Like
0: so either really old men, those are the people I knew into Godzilla, or like super like sci-fi nerdy. Uh Type so, mm-hmm. so I was very surprised to find it become that it was mainstream. That they
1: were everyone was so oh, excited so they, about. There
0: was like a high that people were talking about like as if they've had a preference. Like this people were like, time. "Who are you going for?" Like. I don't I don't feel a kinship to either one of, like which one do you like I was like like they're giant they're giant animals do they have personalities how do you like something Am I hang out with them how do you like something like you know that uh just crushes buildings like <laughs> oh I like I like that I like how one he crushes I, that. i I like that giant thing that crushes buildings better than <laughs> that giant thing that crushes buildings <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so did you have a side so i didn't yeah I,
0: I, 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 well here's the thing i developed a side going into it because everyone was acting like you like know you had that, to have a side. i didn't realize that that uh kong was a an underdog mm-hmm. so when i heard people start to talk about him as an underdog i was like well i gotta go for the underdog because that's yes. just my style yes Right so I was like well then I'm I'm go I guess I'm I guess I'm rooting for Kong. And then I was and then uh I was surprised. I'm not surprised. I was pleased to find out the the way they wrote the movie is that's what they wanted you to do. Ah. That like Kong, Kong was the Yeah. He was the not to ruin it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. But he gets to be the savior of the movie. And it's it's obvious from the beginning they give him a per- they give him a personality. I don't know if that's a they thing that they did, that did before be, yeah. as much. I kinda remember the Jack Black one a little bit. I think I remembered him. But this time, like he's he they give him a lot of personality. Mm-hmm. They uh they humanize him a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Uh there's a couple surprises there, like I said, that, that just make him make him a lot more uh likable, right? Yeah. So 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 and they led you into that. Yeah. It, it 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 it's it's instant from the first 5 minutes that Godzilla's the the bully in the situation yes. and you're supposed to be rooting for Kong. Yes. Like they the whole time they want you rooting for Kong. And they give you a little twist at the end, but I'm not going to
1: don't spoil it. I'm
0: not going to spoil it, but
1: I did not have a vested interest either way as well. Um, but I'm. I like you. I was. I was gonna go for Kong just
2: cause.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know if he he was more likable, but likable in a sense that I didn't even really know anything about it. So mm-hmm. just that I know Godzilla breeds fire, mm-hmm. Kong doesn't. So Kong was more likable. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was going for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stupid! But it was good. It was you know it was.
0: I liked it. I've heard some. Now, I don't know. I haven't paid attention to maybe fans of the genre, how they feel about it. Mm -hmm. Because maybe part of that's what part of what they liked about it. Because I I do know that there's some people that are saying it was no good. But as far as someone who's not a fan of the sci-fi genre, not a fan of the the OG, Godzilla's, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or even Kong's movies, um, I liked it. It was a lot more approachable the characters the human characters along yes. with it the storyline was a lot easier to follow and uh i thought it was good mm-hmm. i thought the fighting was good uh they definitely uh they used a lot of like uh mixed martial arts mm-hmm. moves which i thought was kind of cool mm-hmm. y- y- you know they you saw kong was doing some superman punches yeah. here and there and, yeah. and different things. So. So, so they definitely hu- humanized them mm-hmm. a lot more, which, like I said, that might make them not appealable to to the OG fans of the franchise. But, uh, but yeah. I, I thought for some, as far as if their goal was to bring people that wouldn't normally watch it, watch watch a movie like this, then I thought they did a a, a good, really good yeah. job.
1: I like because I guess because it was Kong or Godzilla versus Kong, I expected it to just be like. Build up, build up, build up to the fight. So I really liked that they fought. They fought a few times. There's rounds. Yeah, I liked that because it was like, okay, we're going to just get into this. Let's do it. I was invested after that. I was like, let's go.
0: Yeah, and there's a couple things like the, like, I'm sure, like, who's hating on it, like the science fiction part, right? Because science fiction buffs. I'm gonna stop calling them nerds because I feel like that's rude. <laughs> Even though I really, I don't. When I say it, I don't mean it. I I say because I don't. Man. I don't mean it as a, as a negative. It's just a description of the culture. But but I get that it has a negative connotation to it. So I'm gonna try to. Uh, science fiction buffs, mm-hmm. they like their science fiction. To. It it's got to be like sixty forty. Okay. It's gotta be sixty percent science and forty percent fiction. And okay. if it and if it starts to if it starts like it has to be it's a science fiction, but it has to be believable science. The fiction part has to still be based in sound science. Okay. So when they got into the whole, you know, the hollow earth and there's these prehistoric creatures, you know, You've heard the story if you've seen any science or you know, stuff like that and gravitational poles and it's like, okay, how did they pull? Dan off and like transferring of energy through like different realms and stuff. And it's like, (sighs) like, okay. Like, like I, you're already asking me to suspend my, my perception of reality (laughs) by there's these two giant creatures (laughs) and they come alive every so many years and (laughs) battle it out and crush cities in the process. (laughs) But uh, but now you're asking me to believe that uh, you built some type of spacecraft that can take some type of negative gravity,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: or whatever. Oh, and you're gonna send down a little girl who has Babe, no tell no, all no, no, the story. no. I'm sorry. Who has who has no aeronautical <laughs> training whatsoever? But, but it's supposed to be the most <laughs> gut wrenching anti-gs that you've ever experienced. Tra- I'm not telling you that the movie doesn't have its flaws. I'm telling you that it's fun. I didn't think I've watched the other ones before and I was bored. Mm -hmm. I think the last one was, I I probably like better. I know I hated the, uh, the one that Ferris Bueller did. You ever see that one? That was back in the Mm nineties. And that was one where it was like, uh, it it was Godzilla was, uh, a Komodo dragon that somehow got, they changed the story uh-huh. and it, it it got shit canned. Oh wow! Like like completely because it was like and it was like he only got loose like in an arena or something like that. Like I, yeah, I, I definitely I missed that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it, it was uh, Godzilla two thousand. I think is what it was called. Oh, or wow. Am I confusing that with Dracula two thousand?
1: There's a lot of two thousand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any movie that you wrote in nineteen ninety eight was gonna get was automatically gonna get. Two thousand added to it. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, and uh, but the one with uh, the one with uh, Walter White—I know that's not his name, but his name's failing me right now. He was in the last one, so I think th- those fan they are trying to tie it together like a series mm. of, well, of. That's of them.
1: cool. Now,
0: yeah. so it was pretty good.
1: I liked it. I enjoyed I liked it. it. I
0: think it's definite to watch, especially if you weren't an original fan of yes. the Godzilla movies, like me. It's a it's a fun, definitely the fun Friday night, a lot of action. Mm-hmm. They fight multiple times. Yeah, it was cool. In different scenarios. Uh it's not, it's not just all building crushing.
1: <laughs>
0: they, they they take it into different different uh arenas. Mm-hmm. So so
1: yeah. I agree.
0: All right well right. that is the end of the show for tonight All kind right. of a low-key night gonna go out try to meet up with a bunch of you guys thank you so much as always for listening don't forget to continue to subscribe leave us a review on itunes if yeah, yeah. you ain't done that before uh, already and uh we'll see y'all guys next week man be good be original be you there's only one you and there's
2: only one love just so I'll understand oh, you sure ain't done it this way? Did old Hank really do it this way? All I've seen the world with a five-piece band Looking at the backside of me Singing my songs one of his now and then But I don't think ain't done them this way I don't think Hank done them this way. Take it off.